Thank you, thank you. You are all too kind. I do beg for your forgiveness for the disheveled appearance of our hero. Tough time call for stringent measures. We learned that the kingdom is aware of my whereabouts. But let's not fret that now! We all need a distraction from our troublesome times. Some of us resort to drinking alcohol, some to the arts, while others like to languish and enjoy the motions of the world around them. Let us all go to our happy place and listen to Ramble Shambu. Good day, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Ramble Shamble. Today, we are joined once again by the only other co-host on the show. So I won't really say that he's my favorite co-host, although he is. Maki, don't worry. That is Maki, of course. Hey, I'm still here. You can't get rid of me that easily. Woohoo! Yeah. Seriously, though, he's the only option I have, so we can't really get around that, everyone. But yes, we're joined once again with by Mackie. And I know that times can sometimes get us down, and things can be a little bit difficult to deal with. And when such times come about, the only option we really have, or what a lot of us feel like we really have is to just kind of divert our attention just for a little bit. And for most of us nowadays, that comes through some kind of a visual medium. But that's not the only thing that can help us and get us just to think about something else other than our problems. So Mackie, what is something that really helps you to just kind of clear your head and not think about the big, like not sweat the heavy stuff, you know? Well, there's a number of things that I've been, that I've used in the past and evolved during the times. Previously, it was watching YouTube videos. There were some really good YouTubers like Markiplier, Jacksepticeye, all those major ones. And, but over time, I felt like those weren't real good mediums to kind of help relax my mind it, it like it, it was definitely very fun entertainment but it wasn't the kind of entertainment i could watch and then head straight to bed so something that i kind of adopt that i've been trying to do as regularly as possible is a form of exercise in general because that that helps me kind of clear the mind and release all that extra anxiety so yoga is what good thing that i try to do 20 minutes of my day and my body feels happy, I feel happy, and all in all, I just sleep a lot better. But I, there's always those little things that will always get your mind worked up, but exercise is the one that always, if I'm having a crappy day or really busy, hectic day, a good exercise, like a, a time at the gym or just doing anything that exerts some of that energy instead of putting it on your mind, 
exert it to something that's potentially useful for yourself. Yeah, I can definitely agree with that because, um, as you know, I exercise to an extent that <laughs> most people would find to be ex excessive. For me, it's because I, I compartmentalize different kinds of exercise and I also do them for different reasons. So I have my, what I actually consider to be exercise, which is upper body exercise and cardio, which combined take about two hours of my day. But then my, my true stress reliever and how I unwind is basically really long ass walks. And I also do that for about one and a half hours to two hours every, every day. And for me, that's something that I view as my meditative practice, mm, where I just mm. mull over the, the thoughts and the problems that I have every day. But I, don't, I also don't force, force that on myself. Like yeah. whatever thoughts come to mind, like I just, I just let them come to mind. And I, I, don't, I, I also don't like judge my thoughts or my feelings um, during that time. Like I, I try to just take them in and observe, observe them without necessarily trying to solve a problem or anything like that. And that's my, my method of meditating. I had the thought and I just let it go. Yeah, that's very, that's also very interesting because you just reminded me that that kind of state is also very common when I cook because anyone that's seen me cook, I get into this very fun zone that I love to be in where I just, I'm constantly, like my brain's going in almost like hyperdrive kind of sense of, ooh, what's this flavor? Ooh, what's this smell? What is this going to taste like? What is this texture like? And I'm, my brain goes into kind of like a fun, crazy mode. And I, I have to be honest, when I cook, I completely almost forget all my issues. It's just like, how can I make this dish the best tasting dish I can possibly make it at this current stage? <laughs> yeah. And I can, I can attest to the fact, or all the listeners, that um, everybody that eats Mackey's food also kind of forgets their problems Oh, <laughs> for a little while. Oh, I appreciate that. <laughs> yeah. But I, I don't know if you like listen to things while you're cooking or whatever. But with my walks, I like that is something that I exclusively enforce upon myself that I don't listen to any podcasts or any music like that because I religiously make sure that that's the time of day where I don't have any kind of information stimulus coming into me. Um, is it the same with you with cooking? So I generally don't do it while cook, while cook. But as of late, I've been very into Critical Role, a D and D group, very pop, uh, very fun to listen to. Where it's yeah. almost like, like you say. But I actually am curious to try the non-listening. So look, I, I mainly listen to Critical Role when I'm exercising or I'm walking to the gym, because walking the same routes over and over again obviously there's other routes but i'm a bit of a rush because i'm trying to train myself up and i want to get to the gym as quickly as possible and doing this the quickest route is also not as stimulating as it could be so i i generally mm. listen to listen to it on my walks but i yeah. i do i'm like now adding elements because i agree with you there's a bit of an information overload if you consume the internet while wherever you are consuming more internet and now while you walk you're consuming more your brain has no point of like, this is, this is what I'm thinking of. 
<laughs> so I agree yeah. with you. I, I'm actually starting to consider that certain certain times I will not listen to anything. I just enjoy the what's around me, the sounds and nature and everything. Yeah. Um, I, I believe it's called a dopamine detox. Uh, yeah. And, and I just think like whatever you do for, I think for lots of people, even though they don't realize it, I think, uh, they detox their dopamine levels when they shower. True. True. And, uh, funnily enough, also if they just, if they're having like a dump on the toilet (laughs) 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 and, I don't know if our listeners have ever experienced this, but a lot of people actually have kind of revelatory or revelatory insights when they're having a dump on the toilet. And I think it's because they like that's just a a moment in the day where they're not focusing on anything specific, but their thoughts are given the chance to freely wander. Unless, of course, you just carry on with your Instagram browsing or whatever on the toilet. But I'm not that kind of person. So I've had a few moments where they, I just have like an aha moment on the toilet. It's Eureka. Uh, uh, two things right. <laughs> yeah. But, so that's where it came from. But I, I have to agree with you. That's, I've also I've come across where there's many difficult challenges in life. Um on a project a current project i'm working on also i was really intimidated because it's brand new software i said jesus is something i'm really going to grasp and i decided to say okay i need to go do some shopping so i took a nice clear no no media just walked to the shops and as i was walking i was also getting those kind of points of like oh that that actually made sense why didn't i do that that way so really putting putting yourself and doing something completely different helps give you a complete fresh perspective and i agree with you sometimes it happens on the toilet for me it happens when just before huh. i go to bed head off to sleep properly full sleep because i'm just relaxing in bed and I'm, uh, I'm busy thinking casually and i say okay let's think about something else and then all of a sudden my brain thinks you know that problem you thought about that you couldn't solve for that hint for your entire day well here's the answer and i'm like are you serious just before I go to bed. Here's, here's the answer <laughs> when you can't use it at all and it's al- yes. of absolutely no use to you. Uh, it's always like that. The worst though is when it's like, here's the answer and you're probably going to forget it in the morning. So have fun with that. No, no, no. I've never had that fortunately. Touch wood, touch wood. <laughs> but I remember having doing one test uh, back in high school and... It was a uh, engineering graphics design, so we were all doing these certain designs, and I, I came across this one question. I just could not, for the life of me, d- figure out how to do it. And I remember saying, uh, "Crap!" I remembered practicing this one before the test, so I definitely know how to do it. But for the life of me, I can't remember it. And I said, "Okay, I finished the rest of the, all the other ones, and I still got a decent mark, eighty percent out of a hundred, so and one of the highest marks in there." And as I was going to bed, I was sleeping and all of a sudden my mind just put all the, the puzzle pieces together and said, this is how you do it. And I'm like, are you flipping kidding me? Where was this <laughs> during my test? And then the following day, the, the teacher was like saying, you got full marks, you got full marks, you didn't get full marks. Uh, you almost got full marks except that one question. And I said to, I said out loud, so a whole class could hear me and said, I know, I thought of this thinking, I know exactly how to do it. The moment I fall asleep. 
Oh. Uh, wow. Okay, well, a lot of people, though, don't have the kinds of stress relief that we have. Mm-hmm. Instead, they might be the type of person that likes to just wind off or wind down by watching something instead. And for the most part, I think that there are a lot of people in this world that want something that is absolutely ridiculous and that doesn't remind them of life whatsoever because it's so unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Now, I think that children give us a lot of inspiration in this regard. So without beating around the bush any further, everybody, let's get to the topic today, which is cartoons, our favorite cartoons and the weirdest cartoon that we've ever watched. But before we get to the main topic, Mackie, where can everybody find us and communicate with us? So guys, if you have not been listening to the previous episodes, except the one that we previously had, we go through the stint and I'll spice it up as much as I can. But again, keep it a brief. Again, guys, we are on almost every social media platform, Twitter, Facebook, wherever you wish, as well as we release these episodes to almost every podcasting platform, whether that podcast addict, pocket podcast, Apple, Spotify, we even post it to YouTube. So you guys have some visual, although you're not going to see much at this stage. Maybe we add a little animation of ourselves at a later stage, but who knows? But we try to get these things out to you guys as easy as possible so you guys can like or hit the five star or give us a review on all those different platforms as well as makes it as easy as possible to share to family and friends. We also have a Discord channel which is incredibly important for you guys to come join along because there you could possibly join us on a podcast, get a, get a personal shout out, play some video games with us, chat, share your art and in general, grow the community. Although we do do personal shout outs, please don't propose to anybody that (laughs) way. (laughs) Like, unfortunately at the moment, we can't afford any kind of uh, massive, awesome event, like a banner ad at a stadium event or something like that. So Mm -hmm. um, maybe leave proposing for a bigger platform, but any shout out, man, like, holler at us we'll give your mom a shout out if you really want yeah. <laughs> we're here to help even your dog if your dog needs a personal shout out let us know we are we're dog we're dog supporters in this community as well as cats so don't oh. shout at us <laughs> but guys your comments are also really important because at the end of each episode we we propose a question because it's 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 only so much that we can chat about but Jotun why do they have to answer the question at the end of each episode so for the purpose of a little bonus episode we like to ask you guys a question having to do with the main episode that can give us a little bit of insight into what you guys are thinking were we absolute idiots could we have thought about something else maybe you want to mention something that isn't even too like completely having to do with the episode but it's just something interesting that we can talk about it like just for 10 15 20 minutes who knows like any number goes but we make small little bonus episodes based on your guys input and your feedback so please throughout the episodes we ask you guys questions it can be who won who has a stronger argument or suggest something that will trump both of our arguments and we'll talk about that for a little brief period. Again, you can provide us with that commentary either through the social medias that we mentioned earlier, 
or through the comments on YouTube. And with those obligatories done, Mackie, would you like to have the first bout over here? Tell me what your favorite cartoon is, or do you think I should have the uh, the Vanguard with this topic? I think I want to go first. I don't think you'll choose the one that I have, but I'm very excited. When you mentioned this topic to me, I was like almost lit up and I said, my childhood can be released to the world. <laughs> <laughs> His eyes lit up with childlike wonder. Oh. I actually think that that's something that is sorely lacking in modern society. Mm. I think we all rush so much to grow up that we forget that there's a lot of worth in being a child for a bit longer. Oh, 100%. Okay. So my favorite cartoon, I had to think a lot because even as an adult, I do dabble in a little bit of cartoons, not nearly as much as I used to when I was a kid, but there's certain cartoons that's still quite adult-like and I have younger cousins and that kind of thing. So I try, I watch some of it and they're all cutesy and I can think, but if I have to pick one cartoon that stands above all of them, the one that triumphs and to this day could be rewatched that I'm considering to rewatch right now is Phineas and Ferb. You must know Ooh. Phineas and Ferb. <laughs> yeah. So Phineas and Ferb has literally all the best elements of a cartoon, as well as something that is really something that children should aspire to be like. So if for the people, I'll give a brief background. Phineas and Ferb, two stepbrothers who... Boy, they start in summer and they realize sitting underneath a tree and just lazing around is probably the waste of their time during their one during their period of summer vacation where they can do anything they wish because school doesn't force them to work. So they get inspiration from each day. They do something wacky, something something innovative, something involving engineering and that kind of thing. And they do these amazing contraptions, but. So they they do carpe diem, seize the day, and then why the that's Jesus? They had run about four seasons, maybe five. I can't mm. remember exactly. But they the humor in there is very funny. It it, it reaches to adults as well. I remember my father being a working man, what, coming to watch a few episodes, and he was cracking himself because some of the episodes, the humor was really well thought out. They, they have musical numbers almost every single episode and good music, not like the ones that you kind of like take from the storage of the past and put them up. No, they, they write brand new songs related to the exact episode with, uh, with the wording there. And there's always some kind of real lesson. And to see of, a, of each episode, the growth of how the the series grew into something a lot more special and it just kept growing and it's it's just really when i think of like hey i want to have watch a show that makes me happy one that actually makes me think and teaches me something and has a catchy jingle in the middle sometimes most of the time hey it just just has a really clever topic because the creators who made Phineas and Ferb you can if you ever watch their kind of talks of it you can see they, they, they're kids at heart. They know what works and they put love and effort into it. So I've seen many series in the past that put a lot of work into it, but they never achieve the kind of like, wow, I want to be like Phineas and Ferb. I want to build a roller coaster to space. I want to go make moon ice cream from cows that are eating grass on the moon. 
and see if that tastes any different. And period of Platypus and the where he fights Dr. Doofenshmirtz at the lab <laughs> thing, it's always a fun little kind of side traction because you don't always want to see these two people. So they have multiple stories in between. And another reason why I think Phineas and Ferb is the goat of all cartoons is that they did multiple crossovers with so many different shows. Heck, Marvel even came into Phineas and Ferb. Stan Lee was in, in Phineas oh, and wow. Ferb. That tells you something. <laughs> so <laughs> that that's the thing. So if I had to, Phineas and Ferb, Jeez, it, it touches my heart. I can even remember they have a Star Wars, uh, Star Wars saga episode, which was just loads of fun. And they touch yeah. on so many aspects. It's, think of like Family Guy, but properly well thought out. Don't get me wrong, Family Guy is very good, but like it, it's obviously very adult. Like, Phineas the Ferb, there's that purity of children in it. And yeah, mm. that's that's my submission. Interesting. That's a, that's a pretty decent one. <laughs> I, I don't watch as many cartoons as I would like to watch, but I'll, I'll, I'll have to draw upon my experience from my own childhood as well. Yeah. So I think that the best place to draw upon for the best cartoon is in fact a channel that is exclusively showing cartoons. Now, in South Africa, we had Cartoon Network. Uh, I don't know what it's like in the States or the UK or something like that, but the cartoon, but Cartoon Network was the thing in South Africa. It was our jam, and we just absolutely loved it. Even Dragon Ball Z aired for a short period on that on Cartoon Network. Yeah, yeah. Although I wouldn't classify anime as cartoons per se. <laughs> but the cartoon that I'm talking about actually borders on that just a little bit. So in South Africa. There was a certain time of day or other night when the the kind of the kiddie stuff for the cartoons would kind of disappear. And so the cartoon that I spoke of always came or am going to tell you about always came on at about 10 p.m. every night or maybe a little bit later. And I absolutely loved it. My my brothers and I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. It had an awesome rock intro and it just had everything hot chicks it had big <laughs> machines and aliens inside of it. it it was just such an awesome feeling it was megas xlr now the theme tune everybody check out I'll, I'll i'll try to link it in the show notes below the the theme tune for megas xlr is just like dripping and cool it's got all these awesome ideas like oh. hot chicks aliens mecha robots and it just it, it amped us up every single time. <laughs> and I mean, I don't think I need to sell it more than hot chicks, aliens and massive robots. So it was just a really fun time for me. Uh, with, with a few of the cliches inside of the episode being really notable, like whenever a DMV is destroyed, there's always like one dude with a Slurpee that just like is always so shocked. He's basically the cabbage, the cabbage guy from Not Avatar, my cabbages. but in this cartoon. So it was, it was just a lot of awesome fun, and I really enjoyed it. The big downside, though, is that it I think it only had one season, like uh, 12 episodes or something. No, it had more than one. Right? Yeah, it had two seasons. Oh, okay. Well, regardless, it was far too few, okay? <laughs> so it was, it's just, it has some really awesome memories for me yeah 
tell our, tell our audi- our younger audience what is Megas XLR because so Megas XLR is uh is it's it's actually more like an anime the visual style but it goes the the story follows this like really um let's call him chunky guy but he's he's overweight everyone and he grew up playing with video games in fact this is like the opening montage of the of the series probably the first episode he grew up playing video games inside his basement and he got like super good at it he was just an absolute pro at playing video games and when he was older he enjoyed like refurbing and doing DIY things from a junkyard that was really close by. And lo and behold, one day he goes to the junkyard and he he sees this like really awesome shiny piece of metal. And he tries to pull it from like the bottom of the heap, which everybody should know you should never ever do. Never pull from the bottom, people. Always from the top. And he pulls uh, with the expected result, although he probably didn't, of everything on top just tumbling down. Luckily, he wasn't destroyed in a cascade avalanche of metal and debris. But what he found on the side, uh, underneath, was a true gem. It was an awesome mecha alien robot. So he takes this robot back to his his crib because everything inside the junkyard was one (laughs) dollar. It's lucky for him. (laughs) And he takes it home and he basically pimps that ride, bro. He takes off the, the, the head of the mech. He puts on a sweet, like, I think it's a convertible car. Mm-hmm. And inside with the dashboard of the car, he hooks up basically a really awesome gaming rig. And what makes it really special is that when the aliens and a hot chick from the future try to retrieve this mech, nobody but him can use it because it has a joystick instead of a... Multiple joysticks. <laughs> multiple joysticks instead of the alien VR kind of floaty affair that we would associate with something like Pacific Rim. Mm-hmm. And so this this hot chick from the future doesn't know how to work this machine anymore. Only he does. And lo and behold, he's really good at it. Whenever he gets ambushed by some awesome aliens, he busts out these absolutely killer wrestling moves and brings out these weapons that are hidden inside of compartments inside of the machine that wasn't there originally, but he thought it was cool. So he implements that instead. And so with the special combos and things, he's just ripping a new one for all of these aliens. So in the end, the lady figures she probably shouldn't change anything, but gets him to fight the battles instead. Yeah, lots of rock music. Lots of cool tropes and cliches. It's just a fun time. Hey, that, when you mentioned this one, I had to kind of do a quick Google search just to like remind myself. And immediately the artwork just hit my like nostalgia part of my brain like on overdrive because this show was the a real wow kind of show. And like yeah, you, man. I agree. This it, it was ended way too early. But I, I was mm-hmm. like looking. I was researching into understanding. Why did it have, why did it, con- why did it just suddenly stop? Now, briefly touching on Phoenix and Ferb. Phoenix and Ferb was going on for quite a while and they had a conclusion episode, like an episode where summer came to an end. So they rounded oh, everything up. you have up. closure. I'm so jealous. But Megas XLR needed that because they left on a cliffhanger where there was like a, a future where himself was 
turned corrupted by all the power and beating up the aliens consistently on almost every single episode. And mm. you see how he was like him being corrupted because he was getting slowly less like himself, like do it yourself DIY and more thinking like I have power. I want to get more power situation. And they could have easily yeah. kind of like kept the season going. But from our research, it basically said that, however, due to low ratings, the, se- the series was cancelled after two seasons. And I was like, wow. Ah, really? Low ratings? Huh. Guess no Marvel crossover. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, look, it did, it did show on a kid's network, and it was a more... Adulty kind of show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would say it's much more like anime. And so... I think that it would have done a lot better on MTV, for example. Or, or Adult Swim nowadays. Oh, yeah, definitely. Or any anime site, really. <laughs> Shonen Jump would eat this kind of stuff up. But then again, that means this this can't be the goat cartoon of all time. <gasps> hey, bro. <laughs> it's on Cartoon Network. It's a cartoon. <laughs> But it's not the goat of all cartoons, is it? Oh, oh it is. It is. <laughs> it's it a pretty is. damn good one. Pretty damn yeah. good. But anyway, that that was probably my favorite in terms mm-hmm. of the goat. And I think the only runner-up was also a late, late night one for me on Cartoon Network, which was Samurai Jack. Oh, that was also going to be one of my decisions. Yeah. <sighs> I just wish that they would give Megas XLR kind of a revision or reboot season to finish it off like they did with Samurai Jack as well. Agreed, agreed. What was your runner-up though? So Samurai Jack was definitely on my radar. Although, as I mentioned in the previous episode of Ramble Shamble, I was not too chuffed on the kind of conclusion ending. But I would have to say Ben 10. But pre the revisiting of his younger days. Ooh, I forgot about that one. So Ben 10 was a really good show and initially. So initially it was unique, it was weird, and it was it was like in between. Like if you saw Ripjaw, his initial like art style and stuff, you would like freak the crap out because that thing is creepy as F. And <laughs> but then obviously Ben 10 grew up, so it was Ben 10 Omniverse. And that one was also really good, a bit slow. But you could tell that Ben had matured. And like you could see that from his experiences, he, he's grown up. So in the start of Ben 10, the bullies would like antagonize him and he would think of the brute most, uh, he would think of ways to get back at the bullies. But in the Omniverse, the, the same bullies were picking on other people, not Ben this time. And Ben stood up against the bullies and said, seriously guys, are we really that young still? He's still doing bullying tactics. Come on, we're all, we're all older. we all grown away from those things. Why are you guys still stuck in the past? And I was like, oh, okay, this is a mature Ben. And <laughs> Sick burn, bro. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> and, but then after Omniverse, I was kind of like happy where it was at. But obviously, the, the Ben 10 was making lots and lots of money. So they made, they made a more child-friendly Ben 10 omnibus so still his young teen days but now he's now the cartoon styles all fun and the rip jaw looks a lot more less freaky looking everyone looks a lot more child friendly and they just kept going down that trend and that's why i think benton has just like hit the floor 
So that's why I say it's not the goat yeah. of cartoons because it was in the right place, but because it was doing it was so popular and it was making lots of money, they 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 ruined it for me. I couldn't. I, I don't even know what last season's like at all because, yeah, unfortunately, too yeah. too childy. Yeah, they should either finish off something while it's in its prime. Yeah. Or they should have it grow with the audience, I think. And that's what Ben 10 was doing, because he started off as a kid, then he was a teenager, and they could have done a whole series, which I can truly think kids and adults would support, is Ben in his prime, his adult form. Although he'll be like a lot more powerful, I would definitely watch like a season or two of his prime, like where he's like, this is me when I'm like grown up. But they yeah. they made they made in the latest series like I watched a few episodes and the latest series his prime is like a f- a shell of his awesome cool self that they initially introduced in the first first uh, when Ben was in his younger days I was like okay you guys you, clearly you guys were trying <laughs> to keep the you, you're holding on to something that should be let go and I agree with you you, I let it, let you it go. sounded so defeated there oh okay. I was so defeated. <laughs> I was so defeated <laughs> because it was such a good series until, you know, that day. It had to come. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. I, I actually completely forgot about Ben 10. But talking about how creepy Ripjaw is, let's get to the next topic. Who, I mean, what cartoon for you has been the weirdest that you have ever seen? Oh, I have two runner-ups, so I think you should go first in this category. Okay. Okay, so my weirdest cartoon, incidentally, also has to do with the creepiest cartoon that I've ever seen. More, less so as an adult, uh, but but kind of as an adult in a way. So I mean that in in as much as I didn't realize how weird and creepy it was as a child, <laughs> but then watching it as an adult, I really see like what the hell was this doing on a kid's network. <laughs> For like a decade, bro. Like, what the hell? Like the the nightmare fuel that's going on over here. So I think we. Um, I think I know which one you're gonna say, but it's between the two that I have in my brain at the moment. Ah, okay. So the one that I'm gonna say is Courage the Cowardly Dog. Yes, I knew that that was gonna be one of my decisions. So I'm glad that 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 one's been spoken about. Okay, thank you. Okay, so everybody, um. Courage the Cowardly Dog was one of my absolute favorites as a child as well. But I didn't choose it for my favorite because it is so damn weird. And Mm. I knew that there was also a question about the weirdness. Because I set up the episode. But anyway, I chose him for my weirdest one because the things that you see and that happen inside of Courage the Cowardly Dog are so odd. And the visual style is so off-putting actually even as an adult so i don't know why there was so much appeal for it when we were children and there clearly was otherwise they wouldn't have made as many episodes as they did but it's just like the weirdest things and it's so creepy there's this one episode where the the okay let me just tell you what it is basically they're in the middle of nowhere uh like the place is even called nowhere there's a farmstead where there's a man, an old man, an old lady, and their dog, Courage, um, who lives in his new home. But creepy stuff happens in nowhere, and so it's up to Courage to save his new home, okay? And 
like in this middle of the desert farmstead, there's always supernatural things or just like paranormal things or aliens or something really, I'm going to say it really bluntly, really fucked up that happens. Mm. And courage has to sort out the problems in order to save the the love that he finds at that house, which actually only comes from the lady, but mm -hmm. the husband like is really mean to him. But anyway, he does his best to sort the situation out every single time. Now, probably the weirdest episode that I can remember has to do with one where like either, I think it's the lady's foot mutates. So that's oh. Oliver Toes <laughs> become sentient conscious beings that terrorize her. And like, it's just, it's the weirdest thing, people. Please just look up a few of the best scenes or creepiest scenes from Courage the Cowardly Dog so that you can get an idea of what I'm talking about. But let's just suffice to say that that is my weirdest cartoon. So I have to add on to yours as well. Now, first off, did you know they made recently a Courage the Cowardly Dog and a Scooby-Doo crossover movie? A movie where no Scooby-Doo visits Courage Cowardly Dog. I have not seen it, but I know it has aired. And now that you mentioned, I was like thinking, there was something more to this. I'm like, <gasps> and that's what my brain like said. You know, there was a movie where Scooby-Doo has physically gone to the Courage Cowardly Dog's house. And Muriel, that's how Courage always goes. And Muriel. he shouts that all the time because obviously... The lady he's trying to save is always in danger. And I remember the once the intro scene, stupid dog, you make me look bad. Yeah. <laughs> that actually became like a, a family catchphrase of mine because we had one really <laughs> stupid dog. And whenever he did something that was just absolutely <laughs> thick, we would just be like, stupid dog, you make us look bad. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but it w I have to agree with you. There's so many episodes in that series, the Courage Cowardly Dog, that I'm. I was also like, I remember my father said saying one time, like, this show is deranged. And me being young is like, hmm. yeah, it's okay. I'm fine watching this. Nothing's wrong. I know. Now, Isn't I mean, it cool? Yeah. And then <laughs> now I'm growing up. I'm like, man, I wonder why I've not been scarred from that show because. You saw Courage scream out of his skin almost consistently, and you see like the hole in his one tooth. I can still recall yeah, that vividly. Yeah, always the hole in the tooth. <laughs> and then, like things will just happen. Like the foot thing is one thing, but then you have a giant cockroach that will be chatting up, and then oh, there was a very supernatural kind of things that happened in there. And it would be perfect for again Adult Swim, but Cartoon Network for a bunch of young kids. Oh my gosh, that show is demented. <laughs> I'm glad you spoke yeah. about that one. That's why I want you to go first, because I have another one. But that one okay. needs to be mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's hear yours. My one, just like you, back in the day, I am still surprised because this was also pre-Courage the Cowardly Dog. So this is when cartoons were still relatively safer. But back then, cartoons were a little more freer, especially on Cartoon Network. The one that I'm going to be referring to is cow and chicken dude that was my runner-up yeah i thought so i thought so i i just thought that cow and chicken or courage cowardly dog and i remember i knew that you and me were thinking about the same kind of things because 
as much as we are different people, our our youth was growing, watching Cartoon Network. There, there's some noteworthy ones there, like Ed, Ed and Eddie, sure, but they they were a little more tame. But Cow and Chicken, oh, oh, oh. now Cow and Chicken is <laughs> going for another level of wow to start off with. So the series is about a cow and a chicken who are brother and sister where they came from their human parents which you only ever see the bottom half of their bodies all the time and they do everything with their feet so you don't ever see their top parts you could they could be empty in the top but you see only their feet and then they will pat they will open doors they will pick drink coffee do everything with as far as i'm concerned the parents weren't human they were just sentient legs 100 percent. that was and (laughs) What was their favorite meal? The whole family, not just the kids, the whole family were pig butts with the tails still included. And it was the weirdest, grossest thing to see because you'd seen them like devouring the butt in the most like graphic way possible. But what made this show even more deranged? So besides the consistent kind of like kind of things they would do, they literally had the physical devil, the red devil in that show. Oh, that was so creepy. And his design, I recommend anyone to Google search design. I don't need to research because that thing's imprinted in my brain of this red devil who would show off his massive butt that about like a huge ass butt and you'll look like like the baby kind of ad. Oh my gosh, how <laughs> chicken was weird. And they have the one cousin, cousin boneless, who is a boneless chicken. And literally, he's boneless. So they have to carry him around. They fling him around like a rag, like a wet sock. And it's it's so deranged in this kind of cartoon. And I would, if this cartoon were to come to modern day TV, I don't even think Adult Swim would touch this cartoon with a with a meter long pole, because it is it's something that has so many like stereotypical stereotypes. Uh, graphic scenes that make zero sense to the whole plot of the whole total and it was just I, I remember watching this and never like I'm not character country dog I enjoyed it although I do agree there was certain episodes that scarred me Count Chicken hmm. I never enjoyed it I just remember like saying this show is weird as F and when I watched <laughs> it I saw those giant pig butts that they were always eating I was like man why do I feel like I want to eat a giant pig butt right now? And huh. <laughs> and then, but afterwards, I never felt like, man, I want to watch another episode. It was like, I've seen the full extent that the show can offer me just by one episode. Where Karachi Kari Dog always left you like saying, whoa, that was insane. I'm sure they can't top that. And you watch the next one, you're like, oh my gosh. Whoa. They and did it. Yeah. <laughs> But Cow Chicken is the same crap from beginning to end. And it was disgusting. The art style was horrible to view. And the characters, oh my gosh, that show made zero sense. And I did not ever want to watch it again. Cow Curry Dog, sure, <laughs> I'll probably watch again. But oh, Cow and Chicken, uh-uh, can leave that away. Yeah, yeah, dude, Cow and, Cow and Chicken was definitely something else. Oof. Like, um... You, you you just couldn't anticipate any time what the hell was going to happen inside of cow and chicken. Yeah, yeah. It's 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 kind of self-explanatory, even from the concept. You have a, a, a cow and a chicken that are brother and sister who <laughs> are begat by human legs. And 
Jeez, I don't know what the hell their family tree is like, man. The boneless chicken? Jeez. Cousin boneless. <laughs> I actually completely forgot about him. But what made no sense about Cousin Boneless is obviously he could still talk. His mouth still moved. But then he has no bones. And you're like thinking, oh, but then he's obviously got his muscles. And like thinking, that's still pretty hard to hold up your jaw with no bones and head. Yeah. That's pretty weird. If you think realistically, the, the muscles would actually be pretty withered because mm-hmm. most of the work that our bo- uh, muscles do is actually to support your skeleton and counter against gravity. So, yeah. Uh, it looks like we actually chose each other's runner-ups for our main ones or the other way around. So I do, I do have another runner-up if you want me to say. but Okay. So the other weirdest cartoon, which I have mentioned, this is a run-up, so it's nowhere near as weird. But it was pretty weird. Like, I remember watching it. I'm saying, this is weird. And <laughs> that will have to be Angry Beavers. Uh, I'm not sure if you've ever watched Angry Beavers, Yotin. Yeah, I, I did once. The only episode I remember, though, is where both of their teeth become way too long. Yeah. And they have- <laughs> No, yeah. you, you're on. Look, there's, there's a number of weird, weird cartoons I will mention. There's Camp Laszlo. She said was weird. And oh, Ren, yeah, and Stim- Ren and Stimpy. If you watch Ren and <laughs> Stimpy, that is also I like never, Borderlands. I never actually watched it, but I did maybe see a few clips. Think of like, uh, you know, Pinky in the Brain? Oh, yeah. Think of that, but the art style just a whole lot worse. Just like a whole oh, lot okay. worse. But Angry, Be- Angry Beavers was like a, a weird cartoon, but it was, sure. I'm just like thinking of, she's my my past is filled with such weird cartoons. And then I'm thinking like, man, I used to watch that show. <laughs> <laughs> what was what, I thinking? What about you? What, have you any close runner-ups to Count Chicken? I think the my runner-up is actually... A spin-off of Cow and Chicken, um, and that was I Am Weasel. Oh, yes. Oh, I remember yeah. I Am Weasel. I Am Weasel. <laughs> but I Am Weasel was, so it was the same art style, and there were a few characters that were shared with Cow and Chicken, but the main difference is that it just made a lot more sense. And it wasn't nearly as crazy as cow and chicken. I actually liked it quite a lot. Especially yeah, it was the, actually fun. The, the dumbass character, IR Baboon, with the R <laughs> yes. written backwards on his shirt. <laughs> oh, man. You remember that show way more than I do. I'm impressed. Dude, I loved it. Oh, jeez. Yeah. We both chose some pretty weird cartoons and some pretty awesome cartoons as well. And considering the fact that we chose each other's close runner-ups, I think that the deciding thing, because our arguments, I think, were both pretty solid arguments, I think the deciding factor between whose was the best is going to have to be the audience this time around, Um, because we don't have two extra podcast participants like last week. So audience, you guys are going to have to let us know who had the, the GOAT cartoon Maybe not of all time, but at least of the 2000s. And whose is the weirdest as well? 
Mackie, where exactly can they let us know whose was better? So guys, keeping it brief again, again, we post these platforms, we post our episodes to almost every podcasting platform that includes Spotify, Apple, Google Stitcher, Podcast Addict, Pocket Podcast. There's so many podcasts out there, guys. Just just search Ramble Shamble. You'll find us somewhere, including YouTube. <laughs> and on YouTube, you can comment on our episodes. So again, guys, we do appreciate every like, five-star review, positive review, and sharing this as much as possible. Because maybe at one stage, we'll stop doing these little skits at the in our episodes, and we can just focus on more content for you guys to enjoy. And again, guys, we try to post these episodes on a regular basis. Thursday is the every day, unless there's something that comes up. But you only that you only get to inform, get informed by that is through our social medias. That includes Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, as well. We have a Discord, a Discord where you guys can share your ideas, your podcast ideas, games, play with us, joining uh, a podcast episode, and a number of other things. So, guys, again. We always run this off with a nice discussion or a nice talk from our friendly Jotun about our smaller but not let it not less significant ramble shrapnel. Sorry, that took a while. <laughs> Go ahead, Jotun. So this is actually more of a PSA because I do feel that we we do a service to the public whenever we tell you guys about ramble shrapnel. Through the comments that you guys provide us through either the social media or the comment section in YouTube, we take our favorite answer to uh, normally a question about what your guys' response would be if you were presented with a question that we recorded about for the episode. But also just let us know over there in the comment sections whose answers you thought was best. We, we don't really keep a track of it, except in my mind because I, I'm just the best and I like to, to know how many times I beat Mackie. But the main way in which you guys can contribute to us is by letting us know what you thought of the episode in terms of the topic and the main question. This time around, it'll be something like, what was your favorite cartoon? What, or to word it differently, what was your GOAT, greatest of all time cartoon? And what was your weirdest as well? We will take that response and we will wrap a little bit of gift wrapping around it, tie a little sweet ribbon on top and talk about that for 15 minutes or 20 minutes or 10 minutes, whatever we feel like, however long we feel is justifiably doing that topic, it's due diligence. And we just talk about that for a bit. That's how you guys can help us. That's how you can contribute. And that's how we can make your life a little bit more entertaining. So we are going to wrap up, wrap up this episode on cartoons for this week. We really appreciate you guys joining us and having a listen. Hopefully you all find next week's one as entertaining as well. That's cheers from me, everyone. Bye-bye.